Frequency.fm presents the Amped Interview. Hey, good morning or good afternoon or whatever time it may be where you are. This is Joe Brookhouse at Frequency.fm for the Amped Interview. And this morning, we've invited to join us a, a gentleman down in Nashville, Tennessee, uh, Shane Whalen. Do I have it pronounced right? I didn't even ask you ahead of time. Hello, everybody. All right. Now, Shane is with the International Songwriting Competition, and we invited him to come on board here because we know there's a, a pretty good contingent of, of songwriters out there. And uh, we wanted to bring some attention to this competition. There's a, there's a lot of competitions out there, but based on what we've heard and what we understand, we're pretty excited about what this opportunity represents. So, Shane, uh, I'm going to pitch it over to you, and maybe you can spend a couple minutes telling us what the International Songwriting Competition, or ISC, is all about. Yeah, I'm here with the International Songwriting Competition. Um, we've been around for about 14 years and annually receive anywhere from about 18,000 to 20,000 songs um, that stretch a, you know, a variety of categories from Christian music to Latin to R&B, blues, hip-hop, um, AAA, adult contemporary, jazz, instrumental. So essentially, all the types of music that any kind of artist could create could find a home in our competition, um, including, you know, including one category that's just specifically for teen artists. So anyone that's 18 years or younger um, oh, wow. in competition... Um, the winner of our teen category actually gets a full scholarship to the summer program in music at Berkeley College of Music up in Boston. And it's worth about close to $9,000 and it includes room and board. So, um, you know, it's essentially taking a, a step back, those 20,000 songs come from about 120 different countries. Wow. And they're competing for, you know, $150,000 in cash and prizes, um, as well as the opportunity to be heard by amazing industry artists from Tom Waits to Bill Withers to Casting Crowns, um, as well as industry. We have, I think at this point, over 10 major record label presidents from Atlantic, from Warner, from Electra, Wind Up, Glassnote, um, and the list goes on. Um, I think collectively we have over 35 industry judges, and that is anywhere from presidents to the head of their publishing to the head of their A&R. Um, and the ultimate goal with us is that we want people to enter the competition. We want to stick, we want to hear their art, um, and put them in a pool with other contestants and then, you know, give them the opportunity to be heard by people that make decisions in these industries. And it really could pivot your career. Um, and we're, you know, I'm an artist myself and we're always looking for those additional opportunities just to help kind of push us down that road. And that's really one of the reasons why we're around. And I think why we have some good success. Absolutely. Well, can you tell me like how, uh, how you guys actually got started? You've been around for 14 years. So this, uh, you guys are, I think based in Nashville, if I'm correct, right? That's correct. Um, our founder actually is, is an alumni of the Berkeley college of music as well. And went on to, uh, put together the Boston music awards um, and Nemo, and then eventually shift gears and came down to Nashville to start a songwriting competition back in 2001. Um, you know, right out of the gates, they got some real traction and some real interest. Um, and then I've been, you know, slowly growing it, you know, down here in Nashville ever since. Um, I think, you know, we get the best judges around in the sense of the quality of the artists that we get to be involved in our competition. Um, and then the level of executives we get in the industry in the active role they take, you know, in our judging process, because 
ultimately everybody in the music industry is essentially mining for gold. Right. Um, it's part of their discipline and their job responsibility to keep an eye out for the next thing coming. And with so many different ways to be heard, uh, to get the message out these days, um, we like to think that we're putting together an opportunity that's, you know, a lot more valuable than maybe the cost to enter our competitions should you be able to get to that point. Yeah, I, I think when you consider the caliber of judges that, that I've heard you mention and the, the industry folks, um, there's a unique, you've used the word twice now, opportunity um, that you guys represent. And I think an entry, if, if I'm not mistaken, it's like 30 bucks, right? It is. Um, for ISC, it starts off early with an early bird special. We pass that period. That's 25. We're currently in our regular deadline period. It's $30 an entry. Okay. And then September 10th, we go into an extended deadline period where the entry goes up $5, $35. And we essentially are taking entries through November. We run a couple special promotions in December, and then the competition wraps up, and then we really focus on the listening um, and getting to the next phase. So people have um, a couple of months to get their uh, to get their songs in, but if they want to take advantage of what the current rate is, you've got, uh, well... Today is the uh, 12th, so you've got about 28, 29 days to do that. My guess is that uh, there are folks out there who already have songs queued up that they are interested in sharing. Um, anyway, so it's something they should uh, jump on. But one thing I heard you mention, it was actually one of the questions I had at the very beginning, which is, um, you know, do you, because our we're uh, a podcast, mm-hmm. a show that uh, – effectively caters to Christian artists, including songwriters. So there is a Christian music category. That is correct. Um, that is correct. Um, and, and then we have this year, we have casting crowns and Hawk Nelson. And as you mentioned, Matt Mayer, um, some of our industry judges, we have the president of Provident label growing category, you know, for us, you know, in addition to the other 22 we do, um, but yeah, we're, we're excited about the growth of that specific category. And, and in general, just the, the more awareness we got last year. I don't know if you're familiar with an artist named Vance Joy. I'm uh, not. I'm not. Vance Joy had a song called Riptide that essentially appropriately named, like redirected his whole career. And for the last couple of months, he's been opening for Taylor Swift um, wow. on a world tour. Um we by no means take credit for like launching that, but his manager entered the song early in the competition last year and it, it won the overall competition. And it's essentially, it's like been the number one song in Australia for like a year and a half. Wow. Uh, so it was a really cool opportunity for us to get the word out to more people, but also to, for those people who competed in that competition, I think it really gives them a higher sense of validation that, you know, if, you know, if I'm in the finalist with a guy like this, then I must be on to something. Um, and those are kind of cool opportunities too, that continue to keep the worry out and keep the competition growing. Yeah. I think one of the things I want to throw out there to the folks who are listening is, um, it gets really easy. Um, if you're, a, let's say an emerging songwriter to just hide and not share your stuff. But, um, one of the things that we've learned, if anything on frequency is that, uh, in this day and age, when it comes to getting heard, you have to be your own advocate. And something like your competition is really a fairly inexpensive way to get some validation or, you know, good or bad about what you're doing. Are you on the right track? Um, and it could be, it could be encouragement or it could be, um, some conviction about what you should do, but don't, 
what I'm advocating is don't hide your stuff. Get it out there and have people listen to it. This is a great way to do that. Get it out in front of people that, that you know and respect. I think the judges I read, you said Matt Marr, Casting Crowns. Who, who else is there in the Christian um, judging category? Hawk Nelson. Hawk Nelson, yeah. Judge that we have this year, um, as well as the president of Provident Label. Um, and the other thing I would want to stress to anyone, you know, thinking about entering this competition, um, it's not just put $30 and then, and then it goes away. Um, we are actively during the course of the competition trying to, you know, put resources in front of songwriters that may help them, you know, and sometimes at no additional cost. Sometimes it's let's check this out. But we're constantly looking for ways to bring value back to our entrance beyond the idea of just entering our competition. So whether it's, you know, getting a billboard subscription for $12 a year or checking out this free service for six months that is a better tool to help you with your songwriting or something like that. I mean, the one thing about being an artist is you have to always be becoming an artist. Um, and right. that goes into that idea. Don't be silent, but also don't, you know, don't put up walls to opportunities that could be out there for you. I mean, I was raised by my mother to believe that success is basically a merger of you know preparation and opportunity so keep doing the prep and then take opportunities like ours um you know to see how your art you know pans out and the other irony is some songs there are some artists that have conviction and i think that's the appropriate word um in their in their art yeah and one year they may enter a song and in the, in the pool of entrance that year, maybe it doesn't go as far. And then the next year, maybe it goes so far to be a winner in that category. Um, because every year you're, you're basically competing against the other entries and the relativity of your art. And then essentially once you hand it over to be judged, finally, it's, it's, you're, you're talking about a lot of amazing songs, right? Uh, you know, if you go to our website, we actually have a tab up on the top called winners and you can check out all the, you know, first, second, and third place winners in all the different categories last year. Um, and I think what you'll find in pretty short order is just that this is a very high level, high caliber level of art um, that we're excited about. In a way, the more competitive the competition becomes, the harder our job becomes. Yeah. We essentially, you know, are now like sifting through Grammy nominated winners, people that open for artists like Taylor Swift. Um, we, we've had incidences in the past where blues artists have reached out to some of the entrants to cover some of their songs, you know, cause they were so like blown away during the judging process. Yeah. Uh, so there really is a network that can be developed here, you know, to help enhance your career. I think that's a good point. I mean, I think you had mentioned it earlier, but just to, to um, reinforce the fact that it's not just a matter of winning prize money or something like that. It's, it's the opportunity, um, to possibly have your song heard in a way that you wouldn't otherwise have the opportunity. You know, if you're not able to get it in front of the A&R person at Providence or, or some other label out there, you know, uh, this is an opportunity to do such a thing. If your song performs at a certain level, I've been a judge in a songwriting competition and, and I've seen people who've come out of them go on to some pretty good success. Uh, and so this, this really is an opportunity more than just, a cynical money grab. I want people to understand that it's not about how, what can you take away from it in a monetary or, you know. Right. And, I, and look, I'm an artist too. And I've entered songwriting competitions before I ever worked for one. And I would, I would tell anybody out there to do your homework. Um, you know, go to our site, realize that we have a phone number, 
we have names on the site. <laughs> I mean, this is what we do. We take this very seriously. We all come from the arts in some shape or form. Um, and yes, it is a small business and there is some, an administrative fee that helps keep the lights on and allows us to have conversations like this over the internet. Yeah. But ultimately, we're here um, to help artists and help create opportunities. And in addition to that, I mean, there is the grand prize winner gets $25,000 and, and almost $50,000 and merged with services and first and second and third place winners all have associated prizing attached to it. So, I mean, we do want to make it an event, even though in theory, it, there is no physical event. Um, we want their participation to feel like it's been an event and, and almost like a partnership. And we have a lot of entrants that, you know, enter year over year because it kind of helps them navigate their own waters and they love sharing their music. Um, and they like doing well in, in competitions like ours that are put together. Um, I would too, you know, Absolutely. it would make me feel like I was on to something and give me a little bit more self-worth. And I think as an artist, you always have that inside of you, but it's your community that kind of helps you, you know, continue to realize that, and you know, get down that path. Yeah. If you're not sharing your songs with anybody, you're not growing as an artist. Uh, you, you need feedback from somebody. Um, we, we call it, um, the baby's, uh, your baby's ugly conversation. Yeah. Uh, uh, so, you know, somebody has got to tell you that your baby's ugly. Otherwise you go on thinking it's wonderful, right. um, which sounds kind of crummy really, but, uh, it's, it's, it's true. Well, let me ask you a, a question about you as an artist. So you've mentioned a couple of times that you're an artist. Um, what, uh, what mediums do you work as an artist? I mean, anywhere from country to pop and rock, um, as it, as it actually stands, I was a semi-finalist in ISC oh, back wow. in 2009. Um, I've been working here for about a year and a half, but I entered into the folk singer-songwriter category with, an, with a few songs that I really liked. Um, and, you know, I, I made it past the first cut. So, I mean, it, it, it did have some tangible benefits to me as an artist. I was able to get on a couple compilation CD showcases back in Texas, um, get better gigs, maybe get a little bit better money. And also, you know, just give you that little pat in the back that you, you've done something good, you know, so keep doing it. And, yeah. you know, I've made three albums since that one. So, you know, I continue down that road as well. I can no longer enter the competition. <laughs> um, I think coming from the other side of that perspective, I do take it, you know, seriously. Um, you know, this, this is people's art and it's not just throwing $30 in a bucket. You know, we give it a very discerning listen. Um, and, and we, we like to think that we run our competition at the highest standard possible. You know, I think it's a testament, you know, not to, to blow your guys' horn too much, but it's a testament to you as a previous entrant that you believe in it enough that here you are actually working as an employee of the international songwriting competition. So that, that says something. Yeah. I mean, you know, real people doing something real. We, we have a cool place that you can't really see here, but we're, we're located in East Nashville, um, which is sort of, you know, gone from like an impoverished part of town and the artists come in town and then they create a cool scene and then right. of course everybody else wants to piggyback on the cool scene. And so we're right here in that transition right now, what they like to call gentrification. Um, but for right now, it's still, it's still pretty cool. And it's a great town. I mean, for what we're doing, I mean, come on, this is like the songwriting capital of the world. Yeah, it's hard to imagine you being any place else except for maybe Austin. I mean, I mean if you were in Nashville, that dude driving the garbage truck is the best bass player you've ever met. Right. <laughs> I mean, that's just, that's just, it's, it's, 
it's a fact that he has an instrument home somewhere or he sings, yeah. you know. Which to me is part of the reason why I'm not going to be there because I don't want to, I don't want to think about that, you know, but anyway, um, well, you've given us a lot of things to chew on here. Um, maybe uh, as we're wrapping up, um, you can share some of the social media, what the website location, obviously we'll um, provide links for folks, but if people are listening uh, and uh, not on our website, um, picking up those links, maybe you can share those with us. Absolutely. You can find us on Facebook at international songwriting competition. Um, Twitter is INTL comp. Um, we're active on both, both of those mediums, constantly getting updates on the competition as well as just sharing overall general news as it relates to this industry we're in right now, because it is an evolving industry. And I think just given how wild, wild west taking songwriting competitions like competitions like ours, seriously, again, it is another one of those opportunities that you should take advantage of because it's available to anybody of any age anywhere in the world. Um, all they have to be able to do is get online and, and make a payment and submit our art. And who knows, you know, they could be the next person opening up for the huge act going around the world. You just don't know. That's excellent. And it's uh, the website's www.songwritingcompetition.com. That's correct. Very good. Folks, I, I want to encourage you to go check it out. We are giving away uh, an entry for that. Um, so if uh, you're, you're too cheap to cough up the 30 bucks, then, <laughs> then let us do that for you here at Frequency. Um, Shane, we, we've, uh, we've been thrilled to have you on board and telling us more about it. And um, I'm excited to see um, what comes out of it um, from the folks that I know out in listener land. I don't know why I just said listener land. I've never said that Sorry. before. It sounds so, kind of corny, but we're going to go with that right now. <laughs> Thank you, Joe. I appreciate your time. You bet. Frequency.fm is a podcast featuring Christian artists, authors, creatives, and experts. For more music reviews, book reviews, and articles, please visit us at Frequency.fm.